Okay, Hi, first everybody. Of all, you know you don't have to sing the opening theme song. We have the opening theme song playing. What's funny is it is literally quarter to six on a Sunday evening. I'm not that tired, but I am punchy, and it's going to be really fun, everybody. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome to Top Shelf. Yay. Yay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Jeffrey. Oh. And welcome to number 91 on our journey up the top 100. Make it stop. We're having some issues with these middle movies or this last this next couple are gonna be a little rough on us yeah. but this one just so everyone knows was number 91 which is sophie's choice which was from 1982 and hated it, is, it it is new to the list can you let me get through the opening before <laughs> all right sorry bit your finish at all everywhere fi- finish finish your opening sophie's choice is from 1982 Number 91 on the list. It is new to the AFI Top 100 list. It's new? Yeah. 82. Why? I don't know. Blade Runner was new from 1982 as well. I suppose. So. Somebody just got an 1982 Like, if it's in the 80s, it... It's, it's relatively new. If it was before, like, 19... That's not true, because Tootsie's on here from 82, and it was on the list already. Okay. Anyway. Our thoughts on this... We're going to break from our normal... You know, we have somewhat structure because we have almost nothing to say related to our categories. Yeah. I have nothing for trivia. Nothing interesting happened with this movie. I, I could honestly, I could do awards in about 30 seconds. And I don't think there's really any cultural significance really. No. Outside of it's about Nazis. Right. And stuff. I, well, it's not about Nazis, Nazis, but. Because honestly, awards for this film, it was nominated for 20 awards. Five of them were Academy Awards. Meryl Streep won. I was trying to look to see if this was her first Oscar. I think it was. I think you're right. I think it uh, is. Don't quote me on that, but I'm excited. I couldn't find information and I wasn't going to dive into like it. I feel like it might be. Um, but So it, it was nominated for Best Actress, Best Cinematography, Best Costume, Best Writing, and Best Music. And she won for Best Actress, which... For like, you know... <laughs> this is the first of... I don't even know how you spell her name. Dozens of times. Wow. Um, but, and I'm not saying her acting, because... No, that's one of the good things about this movie. She did an amazing job. She really did a great job. And that's not what I hate. No. <laughs> I don't hate that. We don't that. hate that. Uh, she did a good job. Even Kevin Klein's crazy schizophrenic ness yeah. <laughs> She has won three Academy Awards. She's been nominated 17 times. Damn. So it's... Oh, you didn't, you didn't do your summary. Oh. Probably should do that. So anyways, okay. that's the... Literally, that's the awards. That's it. And that's and it's, the... Oh, and it's not in the film registry. It's not in the film registry, which... Those are the only things that are from our normal outline of things that we have to discuss. Yeah. Because there's yeah. nothing to talk about no, for this film. Pretty much. It's gonna this be... is going to be like a 20 minute long episode. Yes, it will be. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my summary is, <laughs> let's see. I couldn't do one word summaries. <laughs> Kevin Klein is a jerk in this movie and I wish he'd knock it off because I like Kevin Klein. <laughs> the other dude who you may think is just from Ghostbusters 2, has done a whole bunch of other stuff, like Ally McBeal and a lot of other important things. A lot Look of voiceovers. Look him up voice by Yep. Um, and shut up and, and get Meryl Streep. shut up. We know Meryl Streep is a great actress. We get it. <laughs> we get it. Because she did a really good job. Yes. I, 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 I remember like reading some about like that she actually learned how to speak 
Uh, Polish? This is not her first Academy Award. Mm. It's her first Best Actress win. Oh. But she had a Best Supporting Actress for Kramer vs. Kramer. Look, oh. another downer movie. Yeah, look at that. Okay. And the other one she won was this year, or not this year, last year for The Iron Lady. Right. Right. So, yeah. But... Oh, I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's okay. We need to fill time anyway. Yes, and I'm glad you. I'm glad that you. She corrected was nominated that. for an Oscar for *The Devil Wears Prada* and *Music of the Heart*. Really? Yeah. They just like did no, they not have the enough only people nominated? Li- okay, I've seen and like two movies on this list. I don't even like *Julie and Julia* that much. I like *The Devil Wears Prada*. That's it. Okay. Meryl Streep does not make movies I care for, apparently. <laughs> now, there's anything wrong. Oh, should we do the numbers for this movie? Oh, Just yes. Just real quick before yes, we yes. get to our discussion of it. Yes. So, on IMDb, it has a... Hold on. I closed the thing, and so now it's... <laughs> That's what you get It's a 7.6 out of 10, and then yeah. a 67 Metascore. 67, which I'm which pretty sure... Which is one of the lower ones we've had yeah. that since we started looking at these numbers. And it's... See, and that's what's so weird, like... I have a theory for why the movie's on the list. I have a really strong theory. Yeah, because like, because some of the I other ones we the have, last, the last picture show does not have a meta score, but it has an. It's it's, it's a higher. It's got a higher star rating than, and it's long. This movie is it two, is and, two and, and, a and a half hours. hours, and that's not even the longest version. Really? There's another version that's seven minutes longer, from what I found online. That people were talking about. Huh. There's like some Canadian version that's even longer. Well, which, I'm sorry, I don't know what more else you can put in this film to make it more drawn out and boring. I do okay. not care for this film. Okay, I don't think it was, it's not necessarily boring to everyone. No. It's just not something that we, okay, so we went into this movie thinking we're not going to like it very much, which is the same view we went into with Do the Right Thing. Right. However, Do the Right Thing, as we have said many times on the show, we loved yeah. very much. Yep. Still probably the best movie we've seen on the list so far. Yeah. That we were not overly that familiar we were not. with to begin exactly. with. Exactly. This one, not so much. It's not... I don't like movies about the Holocaust. I feel... I'm overly sensitive. Right. And it makes me really upset. And a part of so, me almost wonders if that's our generation. You know? Because like, we I, study it so in-depth in right, school. Right. You know, I understand it would be completely different if if we were alive during that Generation, if we were we were around during that time, and that we were, you know, we had to experience it firsthand. I completely understand it. Or even if you were like, you know, you not maybe necessarily a grown up, but even if you were just a kid at that time, and you had to go through it, I understand that. But I feel like our generation, we are now what our well, when we were all born, we were forty years removed from from World War Two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know an average of 40 years removed and that's when we were born. So when we're actually old enough to care about it, we're almost, you know, 50, 60 years removed. So I understand that. I think our generation just doesn't get, doesn't, it's not that we don't get it. We know what happens and yes, we understand it was a very, and it was, it was a very big tragic event that happened. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like watching movies about it because I do, I feel the exact same way that you do about it. It's like, I just... It, oh, it's depressing. It's not something I seek out to watch for entertainment value. And I strongly believe that that's the whole reason why this movie's on this list, is because of the subject matter. I mean, I'm sure the story's engaging to some extent, but, I mean, it's kind of hard to follow. Yeah. 
It jumps around. It, there's in lots time. of flashbacks, and and there's no telling you that there's a. It's a flashback. No, I mean you can tell it's a flashback when she does like voice when she starts doing a voiceover. But the flashbacks last for so for a long, long time, and you start to forget, and then she starts talking again, and it's like, oh yeah, this is a flashback. Yeah, exactly. Because you wonder why you haven't seen Kevin Klein in a while. He it's like, oh yeah. I swear he is absent for the last 45 minutes of the movie. Yeah, because the last 45 minutes is like the flashback of her in the concentration yeah. camp and stuff. And even when he his character does show back up, it's only a voiceover. Yeah. And then after that, then it's like very, very briefly, oh, is that when they move back in? Yeah, I think so. So you see him briefly there for like no, a couple minutes? No, and then he loses his shit on oh, the phone and yeah. like... Tries to shoot the phone or something. Yeah, and that's that, it. Yeah, that's all voice over. And that's the last you see of him until the last scene when... Oh, they both kill themselves at the end of this movie. Spoiler alert. So, you know, if it wasn't already a happy film where... Yeah, so the last... Literally 15 last 15 minutes of the movie. Yep. This is a spoiler, and if you don't want to hear it, shut it off now. But anyway. So what happens is, like... She tells Stingo, who's the dude from the second Ghostbusters movie... I'm being really respectful of this movie, obviously, right yes. now. She tells the guy, like, and she does this whole flashback scene, and then they go, and she talks about, like, the whole reason this movie is called Sophie's Choice. Sorry, Peter McNichol. Yes. That's his name. Sorry, Peter McNichol. Actually, you're probably one of the better things from this movie. Yes. But she goes in and starts telling him about, this is after Kevin Klein's character freaks out on the phone, and they go somewhere, or they go to a hotel and whatever, uh, Stingo and, 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 and Sophie do. And she starts telling him the whole reason this movie's called Sophie's Choice is because when they're on the train going to the concentration camp after she gets arrested for stealing ham, because that, apparently, I think what happened, I stopped paying attention a little bit. So, um, she ends up, and this is, it sounds horrible with what I'm about to say no, after no. this, but she has to choose which of her children is going to go into the work camp and which one's going to go to the gas chamber. And as and a mother, this, and this she can't choose. choose. And then she sends her daughter, and we don't really know why. She doesn't no. explain it. She just says, take my little girl. And that, to be completely honest with you, is the only scene in the movie that, like, grabbed me. And yeah. it's the last, like, five minutes of the yeah. movie. Like, that's why she won the Oscar. But I yeah, mean, she much. won the Oscar for a lot of other reasons. Because her acting was really, really good yes. in this movie. And again, yeah, it's her... not a bad movie. No. The story, the story... sure is compelling if you, it's something that you're more engaged with. And I felt the, the... acting is yep. excellent. Yep. The scoring is really good. The direction, the cinematography, everything's really good. The costuming, the makeup, because they shave her head at one point. And yeah. It's all really good. It's just we didn't like it very much because, again, like you said, I think it's our generation. Just We're it just, is. it's too outside of our our realm of of emotional engagement because it's hard for us to engage emotionally because how awful it is right. and I can't I don't like to to and I I have yes a, I shy away from things that are unpleasant I have a feeling I have a feeling that we're going to be in that same kind of boat now like with Schindler's List but I'm on. looking forward to Schindler's See, List because I, it's a movie that I've never seen okay no that's not true we watched it in a sleepover in middle school don't <laughs> ask I fell asleep. <laughs> I'm just intrigued because it's, mm. here's the thing. Sophie's Choice is number 91. Yeah. Schindler's List is number eight. Yeah. They're both about the war. They're both, they both deal with the people, you know. But with... Schindler's List takes place during the war. Right. Sophie's Choice takes place after the war. Right. So basically, is that saying that like how Goodfellas is technically a better version of The Godfather, that Schindler's List is a better version of Sophie's Choice? Do you kind of feel like that? Because of it's it's the whole idea that it's 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 same type of story, 
but it's told differently and it's it does it uh, does a better job at I, I feel so bad that we're rip, we're 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 hating on this movie but truthfully we're not really hating on the movie i just it's this it's just that it's, it's not, not something we wouldn't we normally would enjoy to watch I, no I, I had to it was a first off and i, I can't I feel like 20 minutes in the movie i feel like we're not the only one that agrees about this because honestly this movie is next to impossible to find mm-hmm. um it's online on dvd but it's, it's 10, never been put on Blu-ray. It's never been put on Blu-ray. It, the, this, the company who produced it, it's not produced by any major film company. It's not like 20th Century Fox or Warner Brothers or any of that stuff. It's produced by the company that produced The Muppet Show in the 70s, which is kind of weird. But I mean, like, it's released by them. So it's not even by a, it's not even by a big name company. So it's next to nowhere to find it out there. If you can find it, you can find it, maybe. But it's going to be in like a $5 bin at Walmart, basically, at this point. I don't know if you can find it there. It's like something you'd have to like special order from a movie store or something like that. Jeff had to get it at the library. Yeah, I had to find it at the library in order to get it. And it's, it's... I, I just feel like it's not... It, it's a film that did well. I never well. did check to see if it was on Netflix. Oh, yeah, we probably should check that. I feel like, obviously, it, it did well when it came out because it was a story about, you know, World War II. It was closer to... I mean, this movie is 30, almost 30 years, years old. old. Yeah. So it's an older film. And again, Meryl Streep did a great job in it. Kevin Klein did a great job acting as his character. We didn't really even give a summary of the film. No, we didn't. So basically, the gist is that... Stingo, uh, Peter McNichol's characters from the South. He's a he writes a novel. He moves into the downstairs uh, room of a house where upstairs Kevin Klein's character, uh, Nathan and Meryl Streep's character Sophie are living, and they're living together. And basically, Nathan is a schizophrenic. Yeah, he he's he's crazy, but you don't find that out right you know right away. It's later in the film you find that out, which that brings up another point that I I one thing I don't care for when it comes to the storytelling of this is that. We read the summary about Okay, him. and the summary on Wikipedia is much different than the Netflix plot show, plot summary. The plot summary on Netflix is Sophie is the survivor of a Nazi concentration camp who has found a reason to live in Nathan, a sparkling, if unsteady, American Jew obsessed with the Holocaust. I feel like that's never addressed. No, that is never or talked maybe, of... I mean, we were not paying the closest of attention, but, but I don't think that was ever addressed. And if, if it is, it's very much dialogue based and it's it's like a one line and then that's yeah or something on. maybe in like the way he abu- verbally abuses her maybe but then it says they befriend Stingo the movie's narrator a young American writer new to New York City false Brooklyn yeah but the happiness of Sophie and Nathan is endangered by her ghost and his obsessions it's, like to that to me the IMDB plot makes it sound like it's a romance like yeah. drama not not the way it actually is, which yeah. if you read the synopsis on Wikipedia, which gives a much better, like, view of it. Right. And, and but yeah, so, because when, when when we read it, like, halfway through the film, when you read what the synopsis was, and the synopsis... We were really confused. Yeah. And I was so, because I, I was confused by Kevin Klein's character. Because the way that he was being portrayed was that one moment he's happy and he's upbeat, and the next moment he's like, you know, fuck you, and he's like all pissed and stuff yeah, at him. Yeah, he's like beating her on the stairs. And it's like, okay, her. yeah, that's the thing. That's the first thing you see of him. Yeah. He is and one I, of the I'm three like, oh, main characters. Oh, maybe they're just joking around, like it's, you know, maybe they're very theatrical people. Right. No. 
False. Your three main characters in this film that you follow through most of the film, of course, like I said, Kevin Klein vanishes for the last 45 minutes. But I mean, that film, you you see, you see, the first thing you see of Kevin Klein is him beating Meryl Streep and yelling at her and mm-hmm. coming downstairs and like fleeing the house. And that is not a first good impression for one of your main characters that you are supposed to have some feeling for later yeah. on. Like, ten minutes later, you're supposed to start feeling bad yeah. for him. And the way that the structure of the story was that you would get really confused because you're like, well, what the hell is wrong with this guy? And then it's revealed that, oh, he's actually more or less batshit crazy? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, so I guess all of that makes yeah. sense. But to have to... I understand putting twists into movies... You know, okay, that's that's perfectly fine. I understand. I get it. But that twist is kind of weird because you you have to rethink so much of the film that it just it it, it drove me crazy. It flat out drove me crazy. And it's like, all right, that was. I'm very conflicted about what to say about this movie because I really didn't like it. I don't like but it, but I either. didn't like it. Hey, thanks for silencing yeah. your phone during our podcast. Should really silence my phone. That's I? professional. Yeah, you know, it's fine. <laughs> All of my devices are silenced, which is thankful because my Jurassic Park thing just updated me and it would have yelled <laughs> dinosaur noises really loudly. Sorry. Anyways. So I'm I'm conflicted because I understand why it's on the list. I understand why it's important. I understand why everyone wanted to nominate for things and why Meryl Streep won an Oscar for right. it and why it was nominated for all those things. Was not nominated for Best Picture, was it? No, it was not. Okay, so there's that. But so that does that does tell you something that it wasn't it wasn't immediately considered to be like it was also an amazing not, okay. perfect great film best writing and screenplay because it would have been best adapted screenplay because it's based on a book exactly we never did figure out if it was true or if it was fiction oh yeah but, um yeah so I mean it everything that we agreed was good with the film the Academy Ev- agreed yeah, with as well everyone's acting is really good yeah. The way it was shot was done real well. The music yeah, exactly. was good. Costume, costume design, writing. Like, the story was done fine. It was just... I, I don't know if it was the, the way that the story was done or if it was just the way that the story was executed. Maybe that was the issue. Maybe, Maybe there was know. too much story that they could have kind of shaved down and condensed. Because, seriously, at two and a half hours, I don't feel like this movie no, needed to be two and a half hours. It really didn't. There was a lot of excess stuff I feel to it. like they could have taken out the whole Nathan thing. Because the whole thing with Kevin Klein's character is to... Obviously, Sophie just keeps going back to him, and it's an obviously an abusive relationship. Yeah. And then they kill themselves. How... He, he in reality, because she ends up, he rescued her. Yeah. Rescued her, quote unquote, because when she first came to this country, she was very anemic and she passes out. And yeah, Kevin Klein's character saves her. And I think Sophie feels like she owes him her life, so she stays with him. Yeah. But in reality, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. They could have just done, like, Stingo narrating it and, like, the relationship that built between Stingo and Sophie. Okay. But... And when I first heard the movie, okay, if you read the IMDb plot like we did, because I try to stay away from Wikipedia before we watch the movie, so I'm not, like, I don't check out because I know what's going on. Yeah. I was led to believe that the choice Sophie had to make, because, again, this movie's not overly culturally significant. I've heard, like, a couple of references to it made in pop culture, and one of them is an episode of Friends. Friends. And then Rachel says... Because she goes, oh, it's like Sophie's choice. And I think Monica goes, I never saw that. And Rachel goes, oh, it's only okay. Yeah. So there's that. And it's just. 
So, I lost my train of thought there, so, but I feel like it could have just could've, been told. You could have easily cut that. You could yeah, easily cut out Nathan's character. It's, yeah. Oh, I remember what I was saying. It was, I thought that the choice was between Nathan and Stingo. Yeah, like that's what I thought. She had to make the choice between the man who essentially saved her life and, you know, you know brought is, her back basically from the dead almost, or this new guy. That's what I was led to believe. And, and that not. she was a person from, you know, maybe they brought it up and she's got some... Or, and they told the story of her background, but, like, I don't know. Eh. It's so... Sh- yeah. And, but it's nice to know that even through, pop, you know, pop culture, that everybody kind of has the same feeling it from this movie. It was only okay. That it was okay. It was an okay movie, and I... I don't know if it's the Great Gatsby. It's the pretty okay Gatsby. <laughs> Everyone call it the Great Gatsby. <laughs> so I agree. I, I I would agree. It's just it's oh also okay. just really random, and this is just to lighten the mood a little bit. There's this <laughs> scene where Meryl Streep is essentially working as a maid in this commandant's house. <sighs> She's like she's been released from the concentration camp. She's working as a as a maid, and she's in this room with the with the daughter of the commandant. And the commandant's daughter is accusing her of stealing this radio. And then Meryl Streep faints for some reason. I don't know. She just got really frazzled and fainted. Yeah. She comes to, and then the little girl's like, you know, gives her some smelling salts and gets her back back upright and you know everything's okay and then Meryl Streep's character asks her I think they're all speaking in like it's either German or it's Polish I'm not sure which but it's subtitled the little girl's got a patch on her dress and Meryl Streep asks what the patch is for she said it was for her she's like the swimming something swimming champion and she was only eight years old Mm -hmm. and then she starts talking about how uh, Dachau is much nicer than Auschwitz because Dachau had a heated pool for the officer's children. And then she goes, oh, I'll get my album so I can show you. And the first words <laughs> out of my mouth are, no one wants to see your creepy death camp album, you weirdo. It's just like... Who has a photo album of that? It's just, it's it, it's, it's an interesting view <sighs> from how obviously the people in control in this in these situations at the death camps and whatnot viewed it. It's like, they didn't this see is not a wrong. resort for you. Yeah. You're killing people in ovens and gas chambers and medical experience you're horrible people and it's like oh well i was the swimming champion and i like dachau better because it has a heated pool fuck you (laughs) sorry mom well i can't top that (laughs) well i think i need to move on to things i learned from this film we'll close it out with things jeff has learned from this movie goodness i only have four this week number one when your significant other says he's a doctor, you take him for his word and never, ever, ever. question it. <laughs> Number two, that was kind of a weird laugh. Number two, world's greatest awkward and misheard pickup line that's not actually a pickup line. I want to, I want you to dress me. As opposed Which, to, I want you to trust me. I swear. I heard it as, I want you to dress me as well. <laughs> and it was like this kind of intimate, intimate and we moment. we both look at each other and go, what did he just was, say? That was awkward. That's I want you to dress me. I want you to dress me. <laughs> and then we kept um, saying no, it. No, thank you. <laughs> Number three. Uh, make a drama movie with Nazis and you'll more than likely end up on a best film list at some point. Truth fact. And then number four, Nazi kids are creepy. creepy. No which, one wants to see your death camp album, you weirdo. <laughs> which goes into that comment. So that is all I have for the things I've learned oh, from this film. Yep, that's the end of that right uh, there. Yeah, right there. So yeah, quick summary. Um, Are you okay with where it's at on the list? I'm fine with where it's at on yeah, the list. Yeah, I'd actually prefer it not it to deser- be on the list. No, I think it deserves to be on the list. For if the acting and every for the acting and everything, but normally 
not a movie. This is not a movie I would seek out on my own. No. This is not, oh, it's a rainy Friday afternoon. Let's watch Sophie's Choice. <laughs> not so much. You want to be depressed? You no. put this movie in. Yeah. Let's watch exactly. this movie. Two and a half hours of depression. Yay. Oh, God. And anger. And anger. So much anger. Ah. So much. Meryl Streep did throwing. get a really cute pair of shoes from Kevin Klein, though, in that movie. And then it all goes to hell, but. Jeff and I may or may not have played um, a song from How I Met Your Mother while we were watching the sex scene towards the end. Because we're horrible people! We are horrible Yay. people, and we needed to we bang, needed to lighten bang, it up bang, a little bang, bit. Bang, <laughs> bang, bang, bangity bang. Okay. Oh, it was brilliant. A lot more entertaining. Uh, <laughs> but on a lighter note, next week's episode, yes. we're going to try and make it next week. Yes. We'll and do our best. Sorry for the huge sorry. gap between these episodes. I'm pretty sure the last that one was, was a, April. No, it wasn't. I'm almost positive was it? it was April. I don't think you're right on so, that So... Uh, but yeah, we do apologize for that. It, the last handful of weeks were just really kind of... I was at finishing up school finals week and everything, and Jeff was doing a play, so we apologize for that. April 28th was good, fellas. It's only April... Oh, shoot, it's May like, It's 19th. May 19th. It's <laughs> so sorry, but it's summer now, everybody. It's summer, and we will so do these we'll, more we're often. we're around. Yeah, we're going to do we these. we may be able to do one of these maybe on Thursday, maybe? No, yeah, we could. Possibly. Possibly. We'll see. So yeah, the next Maybe movie. Wednesday. Next movie is Swing Time. Swing Time. From 1936. Is that our oldest film? So far it is so our far? oldest film. Yep. So we're going back it into the 30s. It is an RKO musical comedy set in New York City. And it stars Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, and a bunch of other people that Karen will probably get bad at me because I'm not saying their names. <laughs> and the music was by Jerome Kern, who I actually know who that is. He oh. was Showboat. See? So it'll be it'll be good. I it's think we're gonna enjoy it. It's a completely different film from I think anything else we've watched. I'm looking forward to it because it's something. It's not again not something I would seek out on my own, but yep. I'm looking forward to it. and I think I will thoroughly enjoy it. Yes. So I haven't seen that one either. So this will be interesting. So hopefully, it'll be good. And that is number ninety. Oh, we've hit so ninety. We've bro- broached ninety. We're into ninety. Sweet. Yep. Swing time is next. And I did look it up, and we are. Um, this was. This is the. This one's Tophie's choice was two and a half hours long. The next long movie. When I say long, I mean over two hours. Is uh, Titanic at eighty three? So the next handful of movies are really kind of shorter films, like hour Especially and a half. Especially because it's. Uh, let's look at the years. 1936, 1999, 1938, 1957. We get to watch 12 Angry Men soon. Yay! I guess we get to watch the show. 1986. Ooh, we get to watch Platoon soon, too. Yeah, Platoon's coming up. Okay, I lied when I said these next... Actually, the next run is pretty good. Swing Time, Sixth Sense, <laughs> Bringing Up Baby, which I don't know. 12 Angry Men, Platoon, A Night at the Opera, Easy Rider, and Titanic. We're starting to hit more movies that a lot Spartacus. of people have seen. Yeah, Spartacus is right after that. You know, you like Forrest the wild Gump bunch. Yep, all the presidents. Sounds then. of the Lambs. Oh, I can't wait for some of those. In the heat of the night, modern times. Oh, we're gonna start. Oh, prepare yourself for constant drooling during modern times. Okay. I like Charlie Chaplin. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've been over this. Well, with that, um, yeah, well, that's the end of the episode. That's the it's end a of short this episode. episode. So sorry, it's so short, but you know what? There's nothing to talk, and it's really hard when we try to stick to you know. My anal retentive format of things when you can't do any of nope. those things. There's no trivia. There's no technology. There's no cultural impact. There's no sense of trying to stretch out an episode when there's nothing to talk about. Nope. We gave you our points and our opinions. That's what you should be listening for. Yes, so. it should be. So would you recommend this movie? Yeah, I mean, if you're like us and you're trying to like 
watch all of them from beginning to end, mm-hmm. go for it. But if it's you're looking for a movie to watch just some afternoon and it's something you haven't seen or you're looking for a date night movie, this ain't it. There's at least 99 other films. Yeah. Correction. 98, 97 other films you could watch. What are you taking out? Ben-Hur. <laughs> ben, don't watch Ben-Hur. Don't watch Last Picture. I don't know. Last Picture show might do for it for some movie? people. Might do it for some people. There's a lot of nudity and it hey, might honey, fire what? up some stuff for hey, some honey, people. And you want to sit around and watch a bunch of kid, bunch of actors you know nowadays that are old, be young and naked? naked? Pretty much. Let's that is the it. Last Picture show. <laughs> okay, on that note, that was creepy. We're going to move on from Jeff being creepy. And me saying creepy into the microphone, creepy. <laughs> oh my goodness, what happened? Oh, we used I don't to be so know. professional. We used to be professional. Nah. Now more people listen and we stop being professional. Yeah. Oh, people yes. who are listening to this who have yes. yet to like our Facebook page, please like our Facebook page. Please do, because we do post updates and we, we post do. comments and yep. status and stuff like that. Plus, obviously, if you've enjoyed this show... The Ghost Hat Network does have a couple other programs that you might be interested in uh, that we all actually are a part of. Super Happy Fun Time. Super Happy Fun Time is another one, which is kind of fun. Lots of recent pop culture things, lots of movie discussion with Jeff here and then Colin, who's another member of our our podcast network. We talked about Iron Man 3 last week. And this next week's episode, which you're shooting to record on Tuesday, Yep, Tuesday, hopefully. Uh, Okay. Um, They're going to talk about Star Trek. Yep, the new Star Trek movie. So it's going to be fun. Those are good. And then the other one that I, I recommend, which I do realize is only two episodes for, but we're in the process of changing that, would be the Midnight, Midnight Sleuth. Sleuth. Yes. We're going to record my Midnight Sleuth dialogue yes. when we're done doing this. Anybody who's fans of, or anybody who's even been remotely interested in like old time radio shows. Or the, even Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yes, Thrilling Adventure Hour, the, the modern day one, which is amazing. Recommend listening to that too. Um, but uh, but anybody along who likes those, nerdist along with the nerds and podcast and Hollywood Babylon, and we have a couple of shows Feed we highly recommend. And <laughs> tell them Steve, Dave, and James about get, get old. And <laughs> yeah, we have a couple podcasts. I don't that listen, we listen to music in the car. No, we don't listen to music. And anymore. we both drive a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Well, We've just gone off on a tangent. Has nothing to do with any ghost hat. Ghost uh, hat. So, <laughs> no, I highly recommend listening to those. You too. realize people have shut it off by uh, now. You know, if they have, they have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks okay. for listening Thanks to for my listening, pandering, everybody. <laughs> and as we're gonna, as we try to close every episode <clears throat> with, it's all uphill from here. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Radio Rahim. Goodbye. Oh, okay, shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Nazi kids are crazy and creepy. <laughs> Who wants to see your death cam over be a weirdo? <laughs> oh, it's important to make yourself laugh, folks. Just let's remember that. Crazy. <laughs> For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.